This is the Wholesome Monk Podcast. Gone, y'all. Welcome to the Wholesome Monk Podcast. It's your boy Wholesome Monk here, and today I'm joined by the lovely anime TikToker at underscore Rose Soda. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm great. Oh, <laughs> um, it's so weird for me. I'm so awkward. No, it's okay. I trust me. Like I, when I first started doing this, like I could, I would be tongue twisted and everything. It was like a whole thing for me. But uh, trust me, it just gets time. I, I've done like so many of these by now that's like just like normal for me. But I really appreciate you uh, finding time and your, you know, in your schedule to do this with me. And I really love your anime TikTok and everything you do, like anime related on it. And I, you know, it's because it's anime heavy featured, especially you can tell by the background <laughs> how much figures you have, which is amazing. It's awesome. It looks like a, one you. of those uh, anime shops that I see. And so I was curious about your anime journey. Like, do you remember what got you into anime in the first place? Um. I'm not really sure if it was Elfin Lead or Shaman King because I watched Shaman King and I didn't know it was anime, but I love mm. Shaman King so much. And then it, it, it's a really, it's a weird mesh of things. So I watched Shaman King and then I found Magical Girls, but I never watched a Magical Girl anime because they went on the TV. So yeah. I just became obsessed with AMVs, like I would illegally download AMVs because my uncle taught me how to do it. Yeah. And then somehow I found Elfin Lead and Trubit. And then I considered that my start into anime because that's when I went out of my way to watch it. And I knew that that was like a different thing. Like that is Japanese anime. Like that's when I knew what it was. <laughs> No, that's that's super interesting because you know I'm I'm in the U.S. and you're in the U.K. So it's I always thought it was it's always interesting to see how people, especially in different countries, consume anime because sometimes things are not things are available in one country and not in another. You know, especially in different continents. Mm -hmm. So I was always because I myself grew up on uh, Shaman King <clears throat> as well, and that came on for me on Sundays. I think I forgot. It's been a long time. It's been years, obviously, but yeah. um. It's just so interesting to, to to see that. So when it came to anime AMVs, do you remember like which ones? I know for me, it was like, obviously at yeah, Naruto, it'd be like yeah. heavy Naruto featured AMVs. Was it like Naruto for you? Or was it like, do you remember like which ones it were? Um, well, I remember at the beginning, like it kind of felt like I should like Naruto because everyone else liked it, but I was never, I've never been into like super heavy, like Japanese themed things like obviously I like Japan but like ninjas and um, not ninjas ninjas and samurais have never done it for me they've just never done it That's or great. it was it was when I started watching like Sailor Moon AMV to like Lincoln Park in the background it, it, <laughs> it didn't match but it was like that was my childhood <laughs> that's hilarious I didn't even know there you know I never knew there were Sailor Moon AMVs I never even thought about it it's funny because I swear it was like Lincoln Park over anything like any anime yeah. Uh, music videos just like Linkin Park blaring in the background with just like any random fight or something mm. now that's that's super interesting because I feel like a lot of people think it's always shonen that gets people into anime which is fair because um or at least heavily like heavy battle shonen which is fair because it's so popular for a reason but I like it when I hear some like Sailor Moon because like you're the first person to say Sailor Moon which I'm surprised by but that you're the first but like because I love Sailor Moon growing up as well and like uh we got the other one I think it was card capture Sakura I, I don't know if that's considered a magical girl 
I'm not yeah, too sure. Yeah, I think it is. I just, that was advertised on the TV and I really wanted to watch it, but I never got to watch it. It'd say it was on at a certain time and I'd wake up and try and watch it, but I'd never ever catch it. So like even Sailor Moon, I've never watched Sailor Moon because I could never <laughs> at that time when I was like the prime audience for yeah. like these kids shows, I could never watch it. So I, this is the A and B's is what I had. <laughs> so I, I definitely feel because like, you know, people are used to it now, like how, we consume anime where it's just like, oh, you can go on Crunchyroll or Funimation or something and watch it at any point in time. You know, you can binge watch stuff, all this stuff. I was like, nah, we had to like, you just had to show up on time. It was, yeah. It's literally like, is that five o'clock? You have to be at five o'clock. And whenever you, if you're like 15 minutes in, you're 15 minutes in, that's it. There's no like recording yeah. feature. So it's like super interesting to see like how it went over time. And what are like some of your favorite animes that that like really like stuck to you back then and even now? Um, Evangelion, definitely, definitely Evangelion was like there was elderly and people are asking me like, "Are you okay?" Like that was your first anime when you were ten, and I'm just like here more concerned that I was obsessed with Evangelion. I can't remember when I started watching it, but it must have been like when I was twelve or thirteen because I remember thinking to myself when I was turning 14, oh, I'm old enough to pilot an Ava. I hope the third <laughs> impact happens. And that's just such a dark thought. But yeah, it was, Evangelion is my super standout and will always be my number one anime. Nothing will ever top it. I always think something is gonna top it. Like I get really into something. I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is great. This is great. And then, I'll be like, no, the Evangelion, just Evangelion above everything is always Evangelion. <laughs> no, my, my friend, like, he loves, he loves Ava, like, so much. Like, because even he says the same thing. He's always like, oh, I thought I, I would think something's on top because he likes older school uh, anime uh, opposed to, like, new school. Like, he doesn't like Shonen that much. And um, he's like, no, nothing could ever top it. And I try, I, I've watched it. And I, I definitely get why people love it. Like, I definitely get it. Like, the whole dystopian world thing. Who doesn't like giant robots fighting? And all the, and then, like, the, you know, the, <clears throat> the character interactions are amazing, too. But I was like, for some reason, I just could never get into it. And then when I tried, like, when I started to, like, watch it, then there was, like, the movies, I believe, that are different from the yeah. television series. So I was hella confused. I, I was like, there's, like, different, I think there's, like, different characters or different, like, I was very confused. I was like, yo, what is Ava? Cause like, you know, they started coming out on Blu-ray. So then one looked a lot different than the other. And then one had different characters. And I was like, huh. And so for you, like what, what like appealed, like what about Ava like appealed to you the most, if you know, like, was it like the characters? Was it just like seeing a bunch of stuff fighting at like a young age? Like, what was it? I think it's like a bunch of things like, I don't know how old you are, but I'm 26 and like emo was a big thing. So I think at that, like, it's so cringe. It's so cringe to say, but I was like, I'm Shinji. Oh, like I can, I can relate to these characters because all those characters are just sad and depressed. So that was a big thing. <laughs> but other than that, like, I think mm. I just never seen something like that before. Like something yeah. that made me like, think about things in a certain way especially the end of Evangelion like when I watch that movie I'm just kind of like 
I've never taught drugs, but I feel like that would be what drugs is like. It's just like, <laughs> what what is this? Like, it, it just makes me think. It's so stupid. It's no, so it's, stupid. But no, <laughs> like, it's hundred percent fair. That's hilarious. No, I'm I'm uh I'm 24. So when uh so when it came, I'm 24, about to turn 25, and like when that around that time, I never got into the emo phase. Like I I tried, but my parents were like, no, we're not. We're not doing that whole because to them that was like an American thing. So they're like, no, yeah. we're not we're not doing that. Your and, parents uh, did you well? <laughs> yeah, they're like, I try to get the what's it called? You know, like you know those belts with the studs on them. Like it was like, yeah, they, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. I try. I was like, I even got some, and they're like, take take that shit off. We're not doing that. And I was like, all right, <laughs> I, you know what? What are you gonna do? But yeah, I know I 100% get the whole like because that's the thing. Even like uh, uh what's it called? I want to say it's called Fully Cooly. Or I yeah. think that's what it's called. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, it's the same thing about like angsty teenagers. And then it's like a whole, it's like a weird thing. And it's like, there's no, there's no way to like sometimes explain it. It's just like, hey, I was in the phase. And this anime just spoke out to me. And it's just like, you know, every teenager. It's funny that you said, because that means, you know, that no matter where you are in the world, an angsty teenager is still going to be an angsty teenager. And that's perfect. Because that's just like a human thing. But um, no, there's always like, that that thing that gets us into anime and then there's always that next level which is like collecting the things that are behind you so I was curious <laughs> when did that start um I honestly don't know like I was very young um I don't have the original like first figure that I have because I was kind of like I- I'm very against having a figure of something that you haven't watched so when I first started, started collecting figures they were just figures. They weren't anything, so I don't have them. But I think I must have been like like 13 at the least. And it's just kind of spiraled. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what it is. I just really like them. It's just become an obsession. <laughs> I'm also, because it's, it's a, it's a, it can get in a very expensive obsession. Like, when, even like the, the couple I have, like, I just started like getting them for like my office space and everything. And like, they be they be charging a lot of money sometimes, like especially like even people be surprised too because they think when it comes to like collecting, uh, specifically like anime figures that the bigger it is, the more expensive it is, which is not always the case. There's some that are yeah. like incredibly detailed, and those are the one no matter what the size, and those are it could be like literally this small, but if it looks like some like stop motion qual like movie quality stuff, it's probably like five hundred dollars yeah. or something. Like I've seen crazy amounts. Like when I went to um london for a study abroad program like i went to a market i forgot what the market was called off the top of my head i want to say camden something or something like that. i think it's camden market i don't live in london but i know what you're talking about you know so it's it's like yeah it was one of those open markets and it was i think it was january so it was definitely cold as hell outside but um i got like a one-piece flag like i saw so much anime like merchandise which i'm not surprised by but it was just like it was just so interesting to see like, cause that was my first time in Europe. So like, it was so interesting to see like it being there. Then when I went to France, um, it was also there too. Like just seeing like the anime presence internationally, which is like such a like interesting thing. So when it comes up to like growing in the UK, growing up in the UK, was anime like always present through schooling or was it something that like was a little bit low key? Like in, in terms of like your point of view, like. Yeah, definitely definitely not um i think anime is a lot more popular now like like you were saying it 
when I went to America, I was surprised at like how popular it is compared to here. Um, but when I was growing up, it was just kind of no one really knew what it was. Like if you watch Pokemon or something, you still didn't know what it was. And I don't know how I found it. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say other than that. Like it was just non-existence. Like now it is a thing, but then it wasn't. If you knew, you knew. Like I knew people that liked anime, but like I don't know how to say this. <laughs> there was like a guy um that we were all friends with, um, and he called himself Anime Kyle. Like we all had like the MySpace <laughs> names, and his name was yeah. Anime Kyle. And I'd go up and I'd be like, Oh, cool, you like anime. Like, so what have you watched? And it'd literally be like like two things and I'd be like I, I can't have a conversation and then it was then I realized I'm a big nerd I am a really big nerd <laughs> that's hilarious that's uh, because like um in terms of at least when it came to like uh the American audience they like went all out because they like I remember when Pokemon first aired like they took away a lot of like pop like they bumped a lot of really um popular American cartoons out of the way to make room for Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, you had like Power Rangers come on, then you had like Pokemon and stuff. Then when Yu-Gi-Oh came, it was people, cause you know, Dragon Ball Z is an obvious choice, but before that there was like, you know, Speed Racer and all these other things that came out. And then um, uh, like Gundam was one of the, if it wasn't for Gundam, like Dragon Ball Z probably never even hit the place. And then like, once it was like that, Dragon Ball Z was so popular. It got into like the Thanksgiving parade here, like um, in New York city. And when that happened, it was a wrap. Anything that goes in New York City, like Hello Kitty, like all those things is like super popular. And Americans, like companies love selling toys. So you, like everything they see in the background right now, they're looking at their chops, they're like, that's amazing. That's what we need. Because they don't sell toys. It does not air like at all. So they, they depend on people like me who spent hundreds of dollars, well, hundreds of my parents' dollars at the time when I was a kid on like Dragon Ball Z. So I was like obsessed with like Pokemon Dragon Ball Z. I bought like all the like the Pokemon games like for Christmas. That's like all I wanted. And I like I see your collection. It's like just takes me back to like when I didn't I wasn't like collecting. I was just like you you're a kid, you just like buy shit. And then when yeah. you're a teenager, you just buy stuff. And I was like, it's just so fun. Especially like the, I remember the video you made about the Lance thing in the background. And I was <laughs> like, that's great. Cause that's what adult money is always for. <laughs> it's just to have fun and just like get the stuff you really want. And I was like, yeah, I just, cause it looked like your, like your collection's amazing. So I was like, I don't know how long she's been collecting for. I was like that for me, that would take like so long to like get all the pieces. And like, I love that. It's just not like Shonen. It's not it's just a bunch of Naruto figures like in the background. Um, do you remember like, what's your recent purchase? Like your recent figure purchase? Um, it is this one here. I can get it for you if you want. Sure. I would love that. <laughs> one moment. Well, <laughs> sorry, she just like, she doesn't have a like thing where she's like on it. Oh, um, yeah. She just sits. So it is this. Uh, okay. Which, which anime is that from? That looks so familiar. Uh, Monogatari. That's right. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. That looks, yeah. See, that, that's why I'm, for people who are, not, who are only listening, like that's, it's a very detailed, like one of those ones where I'm like, it's definitely the detail that like, takes the price up to like different like levels and that figure like is so expensive if you buy it new because it's so rare it's a very old figure and 
I'm surprised I found it for like 150 pounds. Like That's crazy. her her price for new is like 38,000 yen, which is almost like 300, 400 pounds. Yeah, I'm so glad I have that. That's crazy. Yeah, because when I, because you know, anyone who knows about the American, uh, you know, system of measurements, we uh we are different from the rest of the world. So like, when I went to <laughs> when I went to like London, I I forgot, and I thought I'm used to pounds being like literally weight. So I went there. I went to like uh uh man, I'm always forget, I'm forgetting all the cities, but one of the cities that looked it looked like like a mini New York City to me. I forgot what it's like Le- Leicester Square or something like that. I think it's called. Oh, Leicester shit. Leicester. That's just there. I can't say it. I know where you mean. You know, but in yeah. London, like the main part. Yeah, and I went there, and like uh, they had like an M M&M and M store or something, like a huge M M&M and M store. <laughs> and my my dumbass was like, "Oh, let me get all the M and Ms." I'm seeing like the pounds. I'm like, "Oh, this is like the weight and everything." And I went there, and it was let's just say it was a lot of money. And I left <clears throat> with like a huge bag of M and Ms that I did not intend to buy. It was, it was a embarrassing amount of money. And then like, um, and then I went to like five guys cause I'm thinking like, oh, okay, five guys can't be like that expensive. Like how much ex- more expensive could it be than America? And yeah, it was, it was funny cause I went there and I was trying to buy like food and it was like ridiculously expensive. I'm a cheap person when it comes to stuff like that. So I really was, I was not, I, I do not usually hesitate on like being like, nah, just cancel. I'm good. But then a bunch of like, you know, like locals were like looking at me, like they can tell I'm obviously American. And they're like, what's wrong, man? Just like, you know, you Americans love money, right? Like, go ahead. Like, they're literally, like, checking my pocket. It was the funniest thing. And the American in me couldn't, like, look bad for – it was very – it was, like, very stupid on my part. I spent, like, about, I think, almost $50 on, on five – like, 50 American dollars on five guys, which is very stupid. Oh, my stupid. God. Yeah, it was, it was just, like – it was, like, different. They're like, oh, is this many pounds. I'm, like, again, not used to calculating money. And so, like, like – doing the money thing and like when I checked it I was like yeah my bank was like on five guys like my bank literally called me the next day was like did someone steal your car on five guys and I was like look don't don't judge me but um no I love I love your anime journey and like the stuff you collect and everything and you obviously like definitely put uh your your money to you know just collecting things that you like and enjoy and that's that's a great that's a great thing I always tell people like hey look if I had all the money in the world, trust me, I, people have to take my money away. Cause I would be, the things I would buy unnecessarily would be very, very, <laughs> it wouldn't even, it, like I have this Bulbasaur figure. Let me see if I can get it. And it's, I, it's really a purchase that I got as a gift, but I definitely would have bought it. And it's like, Oh, I saw that in one of your TikToks. So I was yeah. just like, <laughs> it's, it's very, it's very like Albert. Why would you do that? But it's like you know, it has to. And I want to get all of them because they have like all the starters. And I just like, I need it, and I really don't. But you know, adult money. You know, what are you gonna do with it? But I was curious about your content creation journey because I believe right now as we're recording this, you're at about like twenty thousand, which is uh, twenty thousand followers is hard to get for anyone that doesn't like. I don't care what people think. It is incredibly hard to even break a hundred. I spent months at just like fifty. I never thought I was going to get like anywhere near even 10 K. Um, but so what, what made you want to start getting to con like where did the content creation start was TikTok your first app or like when that start? Um, it's kind of like, I, this is going to be a long story. <laughs> so, yeah, we got, um, yeah. we got time. um, so TikTok is not my first, um, I've always wanted to do something with social media because I've never really known what I want to do as a job 
So I did try YouTube for a while and it did kind of go well, but that is because of baby metal because I was and kind of still am a very big, like mega baby metal fan. So I made like baby metal content. Um, but I started going to Japan and I, I really wanted to make vlogs like, cause I love Japan. I want to like share it and I want to share everyone in Japan. And that kind of didn't go down as well because most of the people that knew me were Japanese. So they're not going to want to like look at their own country. So yeah. it didn't really work out as well. So when I came to TikTok, I was honestly so surprised that I've gained this amount of followers so quickly because I only started in November. So like, I'm just amazed that people watch me really. Like I, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing with baby metal was that um, it was just hard to keep up that content. Yeah. Um, because it's it's one group. Like, how much can you say? But with anime, it's I've always been into anime. Like, I can talk about it forever. So I'm hoping I don't run out of things to talk about on TikTok because uh, it's going well so far. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it, it's it's definitely one of those things where I feel like TikTok like it helped me out because when I started, I, I would I didn't even start I start out at like with uh, anime content, and I was like, cause I I tried the YouTube thing myself, and it was it went great. I started like for me, I started YouTube in high school when I was in high school, which is years ago for the both of us, <laughs> and uh, and that was just, like a whole different me. And it was so funny because like I got like a thousand subscribers. It's, I don't want to say easy, like it took time, but like I got it within a year, like when I entered college and I was too young to like, I was too young and insecure to like keep doing it. Cause like eventually, you know, eventually when you get big enough where you like your content goes, whatever, like eventually locals will find it and like, look like local locals, I'm talking about like your, your neighbors and stuff will find it. And then it's like, people will just be asking questions. I'm just, I was like too insecure. Cause you know, even a couple of years ago, anime was, you know, it was still emerging to be like something that people talk about openly. I'm still used to like, yo, you talk about anime, you're getting your ass beat in the schoolyard for talking, like, you know, just like some weird stuff. Yeah. So like, I'm used to like people doing that or like keeping like a, like people would love anime, but it'd be like closet anime fans. And it'd be like, like, it'd be like a top card secret for them. And um, so I stopped for a while because that's when it was like easier to make money on YouTube. And I was, I was, I was able to pay for like college books, like college textbooks and stuff which anyone that goes to college, I, I feel like it doesn't matter like where you are. It's just always going to be more expensive than it probably should. So the fact that I was making enough money to um, even pay for any kind of textbook in, in college was crazy. So that's how much money I was making from YouTube, but I just couldn't keep up with it. And then I uh, eventually, long story short, ended up on TikTok, like, you know, right when the pandemic hit, like most, most people. And uh, it went it went well. Like once I started talking about anime, I was like, you know, what? I really like it. It's short. It's not nearly as much work as a lot of YouTubers have to put in. I mean, honestly, almost every every YouTube video, unless you like literally just like record something really quick and like just put it on, like it takes a lot of work. A lot of editing can be just a pain in the ass and stuff. So the fact that I could just like record something on my phone that I always have on me anyway, and then kind of just like put it on was like really cool. And then I see like your your content as well where it's like especially like I, I know a video of yours like went viral like it went crazy viral I forgot what it was I feel like I think it was like anime you couldn't get into I think 
or something. Almost has like a hundred thousand views. There's like a lot of views. Oh, um, the ones that I dropped. Yes, the ones that you dropped. Yeah, and I was I'm, laughing. <laughs> I'm so surprised that video did well because I like most of the time when things go really well for me, I just I don't expect it. I'll put a lot of work into like one, but like I'll edit on my laptop and put like actual anime clips in and then I'll like the other day I uploaded something where it was like the um, the first figure I had and then just me doing this and I was like right okay I'll just put that out let's see how it's, it's on 100k and I don't expect that I'm just like what <laughs> okay <laughs> damn it's always the one no it's literally always <laughs> I you know because even like one of my first like well, yeah, my yeah, my first viral viral uh, video on TikTok was really like literally beyond the most random thing. Like I I literally um well no so my first one about Stack Shot that wasn't too random, but the, the one that like my biggest video was about this uh, <laughs> this romance anime called a uh, uh, mysterious girlfriend X, and it was very like I did not put I didn't put one hashtag I didn't even caption the ca- the, the caption wasn't even the anime was, name wasn't even in there. Like, it was legit was just the most throwaway video I've ever made in my life. And it just, 50, 50K like that, like, within two hours, it was, like, 50,000 views. And I was like, what? And it just, like, blew out of control. And then I made, like, a My Hero Academia video, which that blew out of control. And then it was just, like, it was just, like, from there, it was just crazy. And I was like, that's just so, it's just so random. And it's always the ones that you yeah. don't put work into like until you get like that consistency then you know but because i've 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 put videos out where i've edited for like an embarrassing long amount of time and got like 50 views which is crazy for any for any i I don't even remember the last time i got 50 views besides like when tiktok wants to like push you down doing whatever they be doing because the algorithm is so i realized that there's no point to actually like trying to study it because you just to me anyone from what i see especially like when it comes to anime it's just so anime has so so many uh I feel like copyrighted material that mm-hmm. TikTok doesn't know what to do with it sometimes because they're like oh like this is great content but at the same time people in Japan saying because especially like the crackdown they're having with like co- they're trying to do with cosplayers and stuff yeah I heard I was, that yeah I was trying to tell people that I feel like a lot of not just TikTok but all kinds of platforms are like yeah I mean y'all not gonna get sued but we're probably gonna get in trouble for having like too much copyrighted content so that's why they like take it down. Like TikTok loves to do uh, community guideline strikes. Like they love that every two seconds. Like I, was cr- I remember when I got reported for bull- uh, my video got taken down for bullying because I made a Naruto video about Naruto and Sasuke ending up together. <laughs> like that ship existed since like 2000. Like this is not something new like at all. This has been on the early days of MySpace and Tumblr for people who ever yeah. use that. And it was really just a like it was a joke, and so like people started taking like very serious. People were like, yeah, like you know, you know, oh, like it was crazy. Like comments were literally split between like gay rights and then people being homophobic. Like it was like it was crazy split, and I just let it I let it run wild because I was like, you know what? Because sometimes you you've had videos with a lot of views and interactions. Like sometimes you guys let it yeah let the comments just comment because it's just too much sometimes. Yeah. Um, what was like your do you have like a favorite video that you that you've made so far? Like a video um, that you're like really proud of? I just kind of I really like doing the the anime challenge videos. Like guess the an- well, it's not guess the anime. It's like put a finger down if you know the anime opening because I like putting them together. Um, 
recently TikTok's been weird about it, but I'm still going to continue making them. Um, I just, because I like, because I only use anime that I like, apart from like the most recent ones, because I ran out of like easy ones. Um, but I always like to check the comments and I talk to a lot of people who have watched the same stuff. I just really like interacting with people and those videos like get a lot of views. So I end up talking to a lot of people and that's what I enjoy most about those videos. Yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely enjoy the videos too because it puts, well, I like watching them because it puts me on to new anime because I love when you feel like you've watched everything and then you discover like more. Because like for me, there is no genre besides like, I think the only anime genre I can't stand is like mech just because just because like if like I, if people like it it's, it's great but it's some, something about always like it's not all like Ava's diff, like a completely on its own a different thing which is great for that but a lot of them are just cookie cutter at this point and the genre is, t- is too niche of a genre to like be doing the same thing because everything feels like a Gundam spinoff to me Gundam by themselves already have like a hundred thousand series by themselves but like some of them just feel like a romance story and then like there but there's mechs involved which is not a problem but it's just like some about mechs just feel like i'm watching the same thing except like the outliers like ava and then certain gundam series and things like that but yeah i, I watched so many genres and like i've watched it since since like 98 i've watched anime so like i've consumed a stupid amount of anime like too much sometimes and like uh so it's, it's, it's interesting to see that. Like the latest one I think I watched in quarantine. I watched a lot, obviously, in quarantine. <laughs> and uh, Made in the Abyss was one I watched. And I know you really enjoy Made in the Abyss. I know you look calm really right do. now, but I know you really <laughs> enjoy it. Um, what, what, what was it about Made in the Abyss that you enjoyed the most? Um, well, I'm going to blame it on Elfin Lead and Evangelion bringing me up. But I just really enjoy messed up things. And that anime is so messed up. Apart from the weird lolly stuff, which I choose to ignore, other than that, the other stuff is really messed up. And I like that. I I like that I kind of felt sick at it. Like it made me feel ill, but I enjoyed it. That's hilarious. I'm just, I'm just like trying not to spoil it. Oh yeah, no, <clears throat> that's you're better than me. I would have accidentally probably said something but uh the um it's funny you said F, uh elf and lee because i just rewatched it like i want to say a couple weeks ago i just rewatched it because i wanted to see if it held up because i did watch it young like the first the anime i definitely watched when i was like i was too young to watch like i would never suggest a kid watching it was full mount alchemist like the original because that gets the brotherhood's already has its dark moments too but like the original just gets like depressingly dark like it probably, it definitely probably jaded me <laughs> because that thing was unnecessary. Like it was really bad. So uh, I definitely get watching like really wild stuff at a young age. But like, openly was so interesting to me because it was just such like a. When I watched it, like before I watched it, I'd never seen an anime with that much bloodshed. Like the bloodshed, I, that before that the bloodshed would come, the bloodshed would come like after some big. Gundam battle, like something like you know, it works up to that big bloody moment or something. But Elvin Lee was like out of the gate, just like naked women killing security guards, and then you're into the story. And I was like, that was a great. And hell, I'm all for it. I was like, this is amazing. I don't know what the fuck I'm watching, but something about that old school feel to me that is different. Like it just feels so much more like gritty and like 
just like raw to me than like like especially like uh people who watch Ghost in the Shell stuff like that. Like it's just such a different feel to like what you're doing. So you know, I, I know you <laughs> you like Made in the Abyss and Elfin Lead. So like, was how old were you when you watched Elfin Lead again? Do you remember like around what age were you? Were? I was definitely I. I think I was 10 because I was in primary school, which I don't know what it is in America, but before high school. So I was definitely like 10 to 11. That's wild. It was it on TV? No, no. I just, I had an uncle that like, he, I broke my computer a lot when I was little because I'd fall for like all the pop-up scans. So like I'd yeah. break it constantly. And he came over and he was like, this big nerd like he played world of warcraft and he met his wife on it and stuff and he showed me how to like download so i just ended up downloading elf and lead amvs and i think i ended up watching it on youtube in parts and then i got the dvds it was just a mess basically no i remember um yeah i did that with like music like trying to download music because Let's just say before, and there was a, when the internet was uh, was booming back in the early 2000s, it was uh, very interesting to download a lot. There's a lot of pop-ups. And you know, no one knew like what pop-ups were. It's just like, you, you kind of like you live and you learn. It's like, oh, my computer broke yeah. because of this. I probably shouldn't do this again, but I, I will. And it was keeping going until I, get, <laughs> until I get grown enough where I have to pay for the stuff I break. And then it's like, yeah, let me just chill out on that. But uh. I was curious, like, I know you, you said, you know, you like interaction with, you know, with followers and like people on your, on your post. Is that like, what's your favorite aspect of being like a content creator? Like, is it the interaction with people? Um, I'd say so. Um, because I, if I wasn't interacting with people, it would kind of feel a bit pointless. Um, because like, I kind of did it at first to make friends during, um, quarantine like I'm still in lockdown the UK is still in lockdown forever (laughs) but I mainly did it for that so that is the thing that I most enjoy and also it gives me something to do while I'm just like here I still want to do it while I'm in work and I was doing it in the brief period where we went back to work um yeah it's just talking to people and giving me something to do that feels more meaningful than being a waitress (laughs) No, I 100% feel you because, um, no, I, I relate. I think I think most content creators can relate to you on that because, like, uh, for me, like, I always knew I wanted to do, like, uh, entertainment because I love, I love what content creation can get you. I love the creativity. Like, that's why I love talking to content creators, especially anime content creators because people don't understand, even for, like, because my videos are very low maintenance for a reason, like, just for me personally. Like, I just do, like, reviews, which it's hard to get, like, a – a review of a 12 to I suppose like a shonen any shonen series to review in a minute is very wild because it's very compact but i like it because it just like makes you use your brain and you have to get creative ways about talking to, about things if you don't understand like if you know if you're blessed enough to like you know actually get constant interaction it the anime community is they they like to talk let's just say that like i have even when i woke up today like <laughs> I had like over a hundred, like 200 notifications and a lot of it, 25% of that came from two people arguing about something in my comments that didn't even have to do with the video anymore. It's like about a completely different anime that it was just wild. And like I saw, and it was like 56 replies. Like it was insane. They went back and forth. And people, the longest I've ever had people argue on a post was three days, three days straight of arguing. Like it's crazy 
to go three days being so argued like that's so much like for me that's a lot of energy and i was like that's such a crazy thing but that's how passionate people are about anime so like there's a there's a market for it even like the news with demon slayer um you know breaking all every record like every day is breaking a record or something so since it hit like the time 100 list now like which is insane because it's the first uh their modern creators the first ever to ever do it is like that's just a crazy feat and then what oda uh what one piece is doing like about surpass like harry potter and uh dr seuss which is crazy um it just shows that i think me personally the the game is like the anime and manga game is going to change a lot and people going to cash and like i I was always telling people people are going to fuck around and make disney want to jump in on anime like i'm surprised it happened already but one thing about americans when they see money when they see money into something they will jump on it now i feel like anime is getting even more worldwide recognition whereas like it's being forced to be on tv which is not a bad thing but like you know before some countries would be like, eh, I, you know, it's on, it's like a weird niche thing. We don't know what to do with it, but people like it and there's that. And it, it like really helps in the economy and in Japan, but it's like, uh, it's starting to get recognized so much and get so much money that I feel like Netflix is definitely going to do a live action on Demon's Like I'm almost a hundred percent that will do. Cause if, if they're going to do one piece of all things, I, Demon Slayer is going to come like way sooner than later. And I think you're going to see Disney remake every single i think you're, you're a disney fan right i think i read i yeah. saw somewhere and like what's your favorite disney movie uh coco which is pixar but i really like coco hold on let me drink let me drink so you said coco yeah why, 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 why coco i'm just curious no you know, we all have our own um, ones. i don't know if you've seen it um but if have you seen it yeah yeah I've, wait yeah. Coco, I'm, I'm probably thinking about the wrong one because there's like i feel like just i get my c's mixed up because there's some that sound exactly like it's coco the is that the one that's based in mexico right yeah okay no okay that's fine i think i thought it was something completely different don't even no, don't worry fine. about me okay yeah um yeah i just really like it because like I feel like this is going to get deep. I'm very scared of dying and that makes me feel so much better and it's just really wholesome and it made me cry and it's it's beautiful and I like it and that's it. <laughs> I I mean, that's, like that's, that's, that's all you need. No. Have you seen uh, Soul? Um, I haven't yet, but I do have Disney Plus, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I heard. I haven't, I've tried to, I, I'm about to, I'm going to watch it probably today. It's just that I heard It'd be fucking up people's emotional systems, which is great. But you know, the pandemic on top of that, I was like, let me just watch it when I'm ready to have my emotions fucked up instead. Just like, kind of like, I'm just happy I'm not going in blind because you know, it, it's it, what people don't, what I like about Disney is that there's a lot of variety in it and there will always, there can be. But I tell, I tell people all the time that like, if, if they ever get into anime game is going to start with a Lion King anime remake You'll get a Snow White anime remake. You'll get literally every classic in anime because I know I, if they're going to do live action Lion King, which was a, a wild thing to do in the first place, you're going to get the anime version for it. Like I, there's this one romance anime I just watched. Uh, I believe it's called Snow White. Snow White with the red hair, I believe. Yeah. And I was like, if Disney makes an anime, it, that's this is exactly what it would be. Especially since they already, what was it called? Studio Map, but that does like, Attack on Titan and Jujutsu Kaisen right now. They did that. And I was like, Disney's already, I believe Disney's working with them on a different project already. So I was like, I would not be surprised. It's, it's, it's coming so close. Cause they, I know they want that money. Demon Slayer makes like literally, it was, I think it was like 2 billion yen or something. It was like a crazy amount. So I was like, yeah, they're definitely gonna be like, oh, look at, 
look at this. We can everyone loves Lion King. We can just shove the a third Lion King being the same first story again, but anime related, and it'll be uh, insane to me. But I love that you. I love that you're doing so well, like content creation wise, and I love that you're enjoying your content and i can clearly see that you really enjoy it by like how much you post and like doing your lives and stuff which i love your lives because like when i can when i can peep in because uh it's just something about the the way like it's just a chill environment like opposed to like mine or some of the other ones i see where it's like not that i'm not chill but it's just like mine gets chaotic very fast because people love going in to argue about anime with me because like i'm a reviewer so like like going in and being like, hey, why don't you like Bleach? Or like, hey, why why don't you like Naruto? Which is like, it's fine for me. It's like, whatever. But it's just like funny. Because I, I realize that people, not everybody, of course, but like there's some followers that like can't. As a matter of fact, it's not even like followers. Usually my followers are, they just know what it is. So it'll be like random people that don't follow you that just be like saying the most wild shit to you every day. Like, oh, how can you, yeah. how can you not? Like, no, the writing is perfect about Naruto. And I was like, yo. Like, it's funny because I said, you know, I know you, you don't watch Naruto heavily, but, like, there's a character, Sakura, that a lot of people just don't like. And, um, you know, they, they said that their writer, Kishimoto, like, purposely made her hateful, like, so you can easily hate her. I was like, why would anyone do that to a main character? Like, to actually, like, do that. And I was like, guys, it's okay. Like, you can just not know how to write female characters. Like, some people, even he said he, did, he didn't know how to write female characters. I was like, it's possible. It's not, it's not easy, especially when you, if you don't interact, I, I don't know if you interact with females like that, but like, I know I read a lot of, you know, going to college and seeing guys write about girl, uh, female main characters. And I, it's not that there's nothing, there's anything wrong with them writing about female characters, but I can, you can just tell that they don't, they don't interact with girls that much and they make them, like they, they, accident, they accidentally make them into like the whole, oh, they need to be safe thing. Like, you know, like they don't, no, I write yeah. the match just like a main character, and it's, you know, it's, I, I tell people like, oh, it's okay to like, to like do that or to not do that, but like it's okay to not know how to write things, just you know, write them better. Uh, but people are very like, have, has someone ever like really argued with you like on a live before about like anime? Like, not really, um, because I I never really put my heavy opinions out there. Apart from that anime I dropped thing that people got mad at, like I have some like heavy anime opinions that I know, like I will just be canceled or something if I like say anything. So not yet have I said something that upsets people too much, but I have my opinions. I cannot wait because it's, it's only a matter of time. I'm just curious to see that first video. It's like Naruto sucks and this and here's why. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Naruto fans, uh, they don't scare me, but they're just like, they're very... Naruto and my hero fans, from what I've seen, cause I don't interact with like, like the most I interact with anime stuff online is like my friends post. Like I watch your your content, like my friends, other friends' content, and I keep it moving because there's always spoilers. Like there's heavy spoilers. I'm not even talking about like the random people online, but like companies will really spoil stuff for no reason. And I'm like, all right, let me just not follow any of them. Um, besides Funimation, of course, because you know they're they're following me. But uh, besides that. Uh, it's I try to steer clear because just spoiler, especially like when the thumbnail. I'm like, how are you gonna put the spoiler in the thumbnail, and then yeah. like you know, or like say this is a spoiler and then say the spoiler. It just it's so, it's definitely weird to me. But um, it's amazing. Like I really liked your your you know like so far your anime journey, and then your, you know content creation. And I, I I think 
that a lot of people did get on TikTok to find some sense of like community or like friendship because at the end of the day, that's what social media, like social media is to be social is to be able to connect with people all over the world. Um, you know, like the fact that I can connect with you over the pond and then like with people in all, like I did a podcast with this girl in Australia. So like the fact that you can, you know, social media has evolved like this much from like the MySpace. I mean, who, who used MySpace back in like the early 2000s and thought like, Hey, one day, you know, and MySpace used to start, you know, it's funny because MySpace used to start so many fights because I don't know if you remember, but you could use the, uh, yeah, the, uh, what's that feature? The, the top, top I know exactly five. what you're going to say. Is it, yeah. When you put your like top friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it, yo, it used to, I forgot where it stopped. I think it stopped like top 20, but I, for me, I, I like the chaos because I felt like putting a top 20 was a cop out because at least in my, you know, I guess negative mindset back then, it's like no one has a legit 20 friends. Like no one has, like you can have online, whatever, like to fill up your thing, but like a legit, like people you can actually call your friends. It's hard to find 20. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. So I was like, maybe, yeah. maybe I'm just a loner. Like, let me not, let me not speak for other people, but it's just for me, 20 people is, that's, that's quite a number. And I was like, uh, yeah, so I'll do top three and just keep it like that. And then like, it would just let the chaos ensue. Cause you know, people were like made a whole thing and I was like, I want it back. Cause I could, I could not imagine having a top three list in today's society. Cause it would drive people insane, but I kind of wanted just like how you love made in the best elf and lead and, and, uh, Ava, for the chaotic reasons, I feel like that, but with social media, like sometimes I don't, I don't troll people and I try not to troll the fan bases because I know what I know can come, what can come of it. But I know I do have strong anime opinions. So I just like say them. And then I never go in thinking even my follower count, what it is. Like I never go in thinking people are going to watch stuff. So I just kind of just like going like, Hey, let me just talk about why Naruto sucks. And then obviously that turns uh, not in my favor, but that's completely fine. But, um, I want to transition into the last topic, which is traveling. Cause I know like, as you stated uh, over this time of the podcast, like you travel to like different places. How many countries have you been to? Um, not a lot. Um, I went to Thailand with my dad and like Spain and everything like that. Um, and other than that, like as, as an adult myself, where I've chose to go is Japan and Disney um so I went I'm trying to do every Disney off the list um so I've been to France Florida and Japan um but I've got the other ones to go and I basically just keep going back to Japan I really do want to go to Korea but then the language barrier scares me because I do not know any Korean but if I go to Japan they have a Korea town and they have Korean makeup stores and I can speak a bit of Japanese so I'm, I'll just go to Japan instead so I never I've never ended up making any plans to go to Korea even though I really want to go that's hilarious <laughs> no they um <laughs> I've never been in Japan yet um I'm not sure is it I mean I'm gonna assume it's close because it's closer for you than it would be for me but oh, sorry no go ahead what happened uh, yeah, sorry, you like cut out for a second. Did oh, you no say worries. that Japan's closed? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going <laughs> to say that uh, I feel I think Japan's closer to you than it is for me. Oh, okay. I want to say I, um, could, I could definitely be wrong. I'm not the best of the globe. But um, I did find it. God, I, obviously, any 
I'm sure that any person that really likes anime or likes history, especially I'm, I like both. So I really am fascinated by the culture in Japan and the history of Japan. So I definitely want to go for that reason. But obviously, you know, there's a lot of anime stuff. So like, you know, I want to go to the Pokemon Center. That's just what I want to do in my life. And that'll be complete. <laughs> and um, no, but I definitely feel like for me, like being a person who recently traveled before the whole uh, pandemic thing, like I see the benefits of like actually traveling around because the U.S. is so is so big. Like North America itself, because usually it's like people go from jump Mexico to to U.S. or U.S. to Mexico or like uh, to Canada to like it's kind of interchangeable. People will travel over the uh, North America, so like it's so big that you, so a lot of people don't leave. Like a lot of people do not leave the U.S. especially if they're especially if they're like born here, like they have roots here for generations. So like people don't leave. So like their view in the world is very different, and you just have to like go and see it for yourself because like if i believed everything people said about the uk like without like actually going there my perception would have been very very fucked up like it was funny because like when i went to london like it was such an interesting it didn't feel too it didn't london especially london like didn't feel too like different because like obviously the people are still speaking english and it's very london's like one of those international cities where it's like you have a lot of cultures and like uh you know skin tones and stuff in there so like it didn't feel too different but the cops were just like the, the cops were. It was so weird. I went to like a, a McDonald's, and which is it sounds. I went to McDonald's and like uh, a cop like asked me if I need sweet and sour sauce, and that's just such a completely different interaction with a police officer than I had. I could never imagine in my life an American cop asking me if I need sweet and sour barbecue sauce. Like they work at McDonald's. Like that was such a like a different thing, and um, it was just like it was like so crazy. And then. And then Heathrow Airport was very interesting. That was a very interesting experience. Anyone who's been lived somewhere else and has to go through Heathrow Airport knows they are very, rightfully so, but they are very strict about new like people coming into the country. <laughs> and I got held into like, you know, you know, like, I, like you know, you see the movies where they have like that room where they they yeah. they uh, take you for questioning, let's just say. So I remember I was returning from my study abroad trip and they 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 locked me in the room. <laughs> And it was like the worst thing. I was like scared, but like I was scared I was gonna miss my flight. And at the time, the president was Donald Trump, so I was like, "Wow!" I had to like rely on you know that president to get me out because my flight was like leaving. Like they were like, "We're not going to stop." I was like literally the last person to board. Like I was supposed to board, and they tapped me on the shoulder like, "Sir, can you come with me?" And I was like, "That's a terrible accent," but I was like, "Come with me," and, and I, I went, and they just put me in a room and like. I was like, dude, my flight's about to leave. And I knew I was in trouble because, like, there's one zipper to this day. that it was, like, 2018 when I went, like, to this day um, that doesn't open. It, it wouldn't open. And I was like, fuck. So he was like, you know, like, what's in your bag and stuff like that. I was like, I was like, sir, I don't care if you have to use a knife to completely rip my bag because I'd rather make that flight. And, like, it was, like, a whole thing. It was, it was amazing. I love Heathrow Airport, though, I swear. <laughs> Cause I definitely gonna go to the UK again. I don't need them seeing this and be like, "Oh, he hates Heathrow Airport." But um, it was just a very interesting experience, always traveling and then like you know taking the. I didn't like I didn't know there's a train. I guess that goes from England to, I believe Fran I went to France, so like France and stuff like there's like a yeah thing, and that's like to me that's an amazing thing. Even the flights don't don't cost as much, I guess, to get from at least certain parts of England to like France or like you know Europe or well, the other part of Europe. They. They were cheap, 
but now Brexit, so I don't know anymore. But it was very cheap. But oh, that's right. We, we will see. That is right. I forgot. Yeah, see, and yeah, that was pre that. So I was, I was kind of yeah. just like chilling, like, oh, look at the flights. These people just get to travel like over the place. It's like fine. But um, yeah. So what, what was your? Do you have like a? I know you like you said you went to like Disney's. So is there like a favorite Disney or like a favorite location you travel to? I'm assuming it's Japan, but um, obviously Japan, but. My favorite thing to do in Japan is really stupid. Um, I my favorite time to go is during Halloween because Halloween is my favorite um, my favorite holiday. I just love Halloween. Um, but I like to go to Universal Studios on Halloween. I know America has their version of Halloween Horror Night, so I've done both. I've done the the Florida one and the Japan one. I did the Japan one first and I thought, wow, this is this is so fun. This is so fun. I'll go do it in um, America because they have like better themed things because in Japan, it's just kind of like, it's very loose. It's like whatever you want. There's like a Egyptian area and there's like a kawaii, the scary area. And then America has like the, the properly theme it. Like I went when the Stranger Things um, oh, maze yeah. was there. So I thought it would be better but it wasn't because when I was walking around, a lot of the, I don't know if it was like tourists or other, other Americans, whatever, they all put up a front to not be scared. So mm-hmm. you'll walk, like the scare actors will walk up to you and be like, uh, and they'll be like, like, just like no, no reaction whatsoever because everyone's got to be like, no, I'm not scared. And it's just kind of like, just have fun, just scream. And in Japan, it's, a lot different because people are taking photos everyone's like scared and it's it's just different um i think it works different as well so rather than buying a ticket to get into halloween horror nights you'll just go to the park and then when six o'clock hits everything is dark and then there's just people with chainsaws and it just becomes chaos and People are also allowed to dress up like yourself. You're allowed to dress up. So sometimes you can't tell the difference between a scare actor and a person. So you're just on edge and you just run around and it's great. I just, I love it so much. And like the best part is the, um, there's like the, the zombie prison thing. And they'll just like, there'll be police officers and they'll be like telling you to go somewhere. And there's, a guy on a moped i'm just rambling at this point but it's just so fun i love universal japan halloween that is my favorite thing to do in japan and it's so stupid because it's not a very japanese thing (laughs) yeah so they they uh so at universal when it comes to like the horror nights i feel like it's again i've never been there but my friends have when they said it's definitely like one of those things that people do that whole like oh i'm not scared thing because, you know, they have to act not scared for some reason. But I know that so many, like, places do horror nights. Like, they have, like, fields of screams or fields of this or scream of that. And it's, like, it gets super scary. I remember I went one time to one, and I never went back. Not because I myself am that scared, because, you know, I'm grown. But let's just say that I got scared enough where I was like, you know what? I, I can I can live through I can live through y'all like when you go back to Universal Japan for Horror Night, you tell me about the experience. I'll be like, thank you. That's you know I, I'll live through you in that experience. 
you know, but it, it's definitely like very fun um, to, to travel and be able to do stuff like that. Like for me is it like, cause a lot of people say, uh, you know, when they travel to America to do with various things, like to me, it's perfectly fine. We went to Florida and been like, Oh, the thing I like about Americans, America the most was going to Disney world. Like, Hey, I'm, I'm not going a lot of people in America save up a lot of money every year to go there. They flood to this, even a pandemic, they still went to Disney world. I personally like the Disney cruises a lot more because it's very, it's very different, especially when they go to like the islands they own or whatever. It's very interesting to do that. But, um, and Disney world is very, very expensive. Like people go every year. I don't know how they do it, but like, I, I want to go one day, but I'm also not a big roller coaster person. So I was like, maybe there's no per like, uh, purpose for me. Are you big roller? I'm assuming you're a huge roller coaster person. Um, not huge. Like I like roller coasters. I, I love rides, but if it goes upside down, or if it's like one of those ones where your feet are hanging, that kind of freaks me out. Like I've went on one to please my friends and I don't want to be like the odd one out. So I just like suck it up and I close my eyes and I'm just like, like, but um, yeah, I like roller coasters, but just not, just not those types. They freak me out. You're better than me. I, 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 I do not. I'll be like, look, y'all go. I'm going to watch y'all. I'm going to wave. You know, like, you know, I'll go on some, but I was like, yeah, for me, the, uh, <laughs> If it looks, if it looks suspect, like if it looks like there's a good chance that I will not come out the same way I went in, I will just say, you know what? I'm just here for the experience. I'm here for the vibes. Y'all go ahead. I, I, you know, I can hear the screamer from here. Like I said, I'll live through y'all. Cause like I went to, um, there's like, a, maybe is it universal? I don't know which one has like Superman and Batman and stuff like that. But like, I, I don't know why I'm blanking. I think it's maybe six flags now, but like there are rides that, periodically like shut down because they're not working sometimes and like people still choose to go on them and i'm like no because if i go on and it does like for me like when i see like one time my friend went and then it just like stopped and i was just like no and it, no, what made me mad that it stopped working mid thing like they're safe and everything but like it stopped working at the highest point and then we you know this so they brought them back down and then they said oh is i stay there still they're like, oh, it's back up and working again. And they wanted me to go. And I'm like, I don't, it, if it didn't work then, I don't trust that it's going to work now. That's not to scare anyone, but it's just like, I'm just, yeah. I'm just, it's just not in my blood. Like, I don't like, I'm not like an adrenaline chunky, but um, I like wooden, the funny thing is I like wood, uh, the wooden roller coasters, which doesn't really make sense because wooden roller coasters are very like, it, you get whiplash like that. And it's yeah. probably the worst type of roller coaster. But I was like, you know what? I, I really enjoy it. And I was curious for the, the last question, because we're running on an hour here, actually, is do you do you cosplay? Cause I feel like, I don't know if you cosplay or not, but you really should if you don't. I feel like you should. I, um, I used to cosplay when I was a lot younger, and I kind of just stopped because I started saving to go to Japan, and it was a better use of my money. True. But now that I'm, like, not doing anything i can't go anywhere i have been thinking about it but i just kind of feel like you know when you like scroll and i don't know if it's a, just a girl thing but like i'll because it's most of the cosplayers are girls and i was like i can't i can't do that i can't look like them they're so pretty so i'm just like i just won't i just won't do that but a character i really want to do which is very simple which is that someone i think i'd suit is um kaguya from uh lover's war because I think it's simple, I and I re I really like her character. Yeah. So if I was gonna start anywhere again, 
I would do that. But um, yeah, I did used to. Um, I did have like a lot of plans and stuff, but it just kind of fizzled out to go into Japan instead. I mean, that's a that's completely completely a better use. Like when I learned that like England was like only like a five hour flight. Like it was really quick. I thought I was going to be like, I was going to be in for some marathon of a flight, but from the East coast, like from where I'm at on the East coast, it like, it's just like five hours real quick and I can just go. And it's actually a lot cheaper than I thought. So I was like, cause it's the same price as for me to fly where I'm at to go to LA is the same price for me to go to like Europe. So I was like, Oh, that's well, at least, at least uh, London. So I was like, that's perfect. So I was like, I get the traveling thing now. I definitely get like, oh yeah, there's all this other stuff I could buy and do, but I could just go get a better and more real experience here. But I think, I think, look, I always tell people, um, cause I get it. Like looking at other cosplayers and being like, there's, cause you know, especially since there's people who put like a lot of money into their cosplay. So it looks, I think people who look really similar to like some of my favorite characters and looks and insanely crazy, like cool. And I was like, yeah, there's no way, but I will say there's a freeing thing about cosplay. I don't know what it is. I don't, maybe just for me personally, because I didn't do it because of, uh, like, out of fear. <laughs> so, but, like, once I did it, I was like, oh, you know, it's not even that bad. Especially since now I have my own page because, like, you know, I post, for me, I post content, me being goofy, like, all the time, obviously. Anytime I talk about anything, I sound goofy. So, like, I was like, there's no difference. Like, when I did it, it was so funny. I knew I was in my own head because when I finally did it and posted, like, on Instagram and stuff, people are like thought cosplay they're like oh this is i said like oh this is my first time like really going deep and spending like a lot of money on like you know, a lot of money for me on cosplaying anyway and they're like oh this is your first time i thought you I thought you've been doing this and i was like what do you mean they're like i was like bro your all your content is about anime i just assumed that you just made the transition and i was like you you spend money like they call it toys i'm like no it's figures but anyway they're like you spend money on like the the toys and stuff so i just assumed that the next progression to that like they basically treat me like a Pokemon. Like I just evolved to different stages of enjoying anime. And I, I thought it was like very funny, but thank you so much for joining me and on the podcast. This has been a blast. I really appreciate you taking your time out for this. Um, again, the, the, your social media is, I believe it's at underscore Rose soda, right? On TikTok. Yeah. And then is there any other social media you want to plug or is it just the, just, the just TikTok? mainly my TikTok really. Um, my, I do have an Instagram by the same name, but it's kind of like irrelevant. It's just, I'll post every once in a blue moon. Um, I also have a Twitter, which I would like to have more followers on because I, I feel like I'm just speaking into a void at this point because I just <laughs> have really anyone on there, but yeah, it's all the same name. All the same names. Okay. So all for TikTok, Twitter and Instagram. You can follow her at underscore Rose Soda. Again, thank you so much for spending time with us here and talking about anime because again, we can see it for people who are watching. I'm sure you can see the background is amazing figures um, and amazing work. I definitely need to go get myself more because the thing is like, I, I, I was trying to save money during the pandemic, but then I see your videos and I'm just like, she looks like she's having so much more fun than I'm having saving money. So I feel like it's the only responsible thing to try. Cause it's like, you know, have you ever seen people's like collections and then for whatever reason you're, maybe it's just my mind, but like, I, I try to, I try to low key compete. It's not like, it's like, not like I'm trying to get more of them, but it's just like, I know I'm, I'm slacking and I could do better. Cause I see your figures and then like, I see like the Lance thing. I was like, 
I don't need one at all for any reason. But now I feel like I need to go get one so I can, cause you're, you're standing next to him like, Oh, I'm this tall and this thing is this big and that, that. I was like, that looks fucking so fun. And now I need one and I may or may not have bought one by accident, but either way, <laughs> uh, you can also follow me on TikTok if you're listening to this or watching it um, at wholesome underscore monk on Instagram and TikTok. And then on Twitter, I'm at the sauceless. I always forget. I need to really just change over to the same name. I've been very, very lazy because I also talk into like a Twitter void, Twitter void kind of like I just recently literally got people I can actually like talk to on it. But before that, it was just it was really sad. It was just like me tweeting about stuff. And then like <laughs> it's almost like you post like like if you were to post a TikTok and then like it's just like there's only one view in the view. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's just you from posting it. All right. Uh, you can also follow us and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music. You can follow us on YouTube at um, ABTV Productions, where we post this. And remember, if you watch this podcast, you are 10% more wholesome than you were before you listen. Peace out, everybody. This is the Wholesome Monk Podcast.